Hi everyone, on today's More Than Words, Croatian singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist who's about to join Whitesnake, Dino Jelicic. Dobar dan, Dino. Dobrodošli u More Than Words. Hello. Well, I didn't um, prepare myself <laughs> to tell you that on Portuguese. So, uh, no problem. The, and yeah. that's pretty much all the Croatian I have. So <laughs> that's that's pretty much uh, more than what I have in Portuguese. So well done. <laughs> Thank you. So how are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. It's uh, yeah, another beautiful day in Croatia. It's it's not as hot as as summer. It, mm -hmm. it got colder, so now it's 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 like optimal uh, temperature and. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm I'm preparing myself for this European tour that I have. I'm doing a lot of interviews, a lot of TV appearances. I have a acoustic live mm -hmm. show on radio on Monday, and uh, once we get back from the tour, we will have a full concert on uh, the national TV. So, That's and right. then I have a um, Transylvania Orchestra tour, and That's then right. I have pretty uh, busy, yeah. Yeah, and then I come back, and then I go, and then I will play. Uh, <laughs> I'll play Tahiti on wow. uh, in uh, January. So. It's going to okay. be a lot of fun. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, congratulations on joining Whitesnake. You must be so proud. I am. I would love to show <laughs> you my, my shelf and uh, the <laughs> amount of Whitesnake albums that I have because Whitesnake is the first and I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 Whitesnake CDs on my shelf. Uh, yeah, I love the band. Have always been been a fan. Uh, never dreamed of joining Whitesnake because it, it, it just seemed surreal. Because to me, Whitesnake was always David Coverdale. Uh, but yeah, now that I have, it's it's an honor. Okay, so uh, how did that happen? So when your telephone rang and you noticed and you realized it was David Coverdale, how did you react? Well, first of all. I got a call from Joel Holstra. He's a buddy of mine. Mm -hmm. We played together in uh, Tracy Van Orchestra. Mm -hmm. And he called me and he said, hey, what's up? And I'm like, uh, it's two in the morning here. So <laughs> I'm asleep right now. What do you want? And he said, um, he said, look, uh, I'm here with David. And, you know, I showed him your videos. He loves your bluesy rock style in, in um, all the genres that you did. Because he heard me singing. So I did a, I did the vocals over Paradigm Shift from Liquid Tension Experiment. So that's an mm -hmm. instrumental track, and I wrote lyrics and melodies. And he loved my ideas. That was his first introduction in uh, me. Yeah. And he then he heard Stormbringer, and then he saw me playing keyboards, and that's when it, you know, rang a bell. Clicked. Yeah. And yeah, and that's that's when he said, you know, you know, he's a great singer. He can play more instruments. You know, I want this guy in my band. That's as far as I know. So, mm -hmm. and uh, he's been extremely generous when when we spoke over the phone. And uh, yeah, um, honestly, it all happened in, in three days. In three days, I had to say yes or no, and sure. bam, here we are. That's usually how those things happen, right? Yep, <laughs> pretty much. So, uh, in that moment, did you get very like hysterical, or just try to get chilled and just? Wait, go with it and not to think too much about it. I don't get hysterical anymore. Um, mm -hmm. You've been doing this uh, a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I got hysterical, honestly, when I joined Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Um, sure. You know, when I joined TSO, there were a lot, a lot of my uh, heroes were singing in TSO. They still do. And, um, you know, meeting, like, I remember when I met Jeff Scott Soto or Russell Allen, I was literally freaking out, mm -hmm. you know. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Is that I can the only guy? imagine, yeah. You know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, through... TSO and touring, I got to meet pretty much a lot of my heroes. The very same year, I met Paul Rogers. We sang together, and I met Eric Martin, and you know, every every pretty much everybody. And uh, I I realized that you know it, they're all no normal people, and uh, you know that we're pretty much the same. And sure. um, yeah, so I I don't get hysterical anymore. It's uh, mm -hmm. it, it's an honor to see David, and and I was smiling like a little kid. But being hysterical <laughs> would be maybe if I met Roger Federer. That's when I would get hysterical. Oh, really? Roger oh, Federer, oh, the tennis yeah, player. Oh, that's yeah, curious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a huge so tennis fan. So you're a fan. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, about Whitesnake, you are a singer and a songwriter. And of course, you play a lot of oh. instruments. But on Whitesnake, you're not going to sing or write songs, right? Well, what will you do exactly? Will you play mm -hmm. more than one instrument? Did you get a... An arrangement with them just like you'll do this or you'll still have to find out about that well david mentioned that he would love to fly me in his house and mm -hmm. that he would love me and him to write some songs for whitesnake so oh, you're that's wrong really cool you're oh wrong. i'm glad i'm wrong because yeah, that's, I'm, glad that's the best wrong. Part. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're wrong um yeah i'll be playing keyboards i'll be doing backing vocals uh, i'll mm -hmm. be playing guitars on a couple of songs mm -hmm. and uh that's as far as I know. Oh, that, that's really cool to know. Great yeah. news. Congratulations yeah, yeah. again. Thank you, uh, are you in any way a bit sad to know that this will be probably Whitesnake's farewell tour? Um, well, no. I mean, every band has, you know, expiry date. So, uh, sure. you know, Whitesnake has been going for 40, 50 years now. More than 40 years, yeah. For 44, sure. so it's 2021. Uh, yeah. 91 81 yeah more than 40 years since 78 yeah. 77 when yeah exactly the, the album came out um but you know i'm proud to be the last weissnick member ever it's you know when you look <laughs> when in you history see, yeah you know when you see the guys that played in this band you know you had young lord john lord you had don airy on keyboards mm -hmm. you had uh timothy drury michaela Luffy, and myself it's five keyboardists of weissnick so it's um, there was some, yeah, there were a couple of more playing live. Yeah, Paul Mirkovich was in 1994 playing that leg. Yeah, there were a couple of more. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 definitely a, a, a beautiful part of history in making. So, yeah. That's really nice. Uh, so uh, as a, a solo artist, you have released a, a single back in July, The Healer. Uh, yeah. And you're about to start your own tour as well. Uh, is this going to be like a warm up for what's coming next year? Well, um, Healer really is and was a great start because before the video was taken down falsely from YouTube. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a, a fake report. So mm, okay. let, let, let's not go there. Um, <laughs> anyway, it, before, it, it'll yeah. be solved, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, it was solved and then it was taken down again by YouTube mistake. YouTube is so unprotected. I, I don't even yeah. want to get started. Yeah, Such but we can flat. see we can see the video in your website, so 
yeah 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 and on and there are a couple more versions on youtube anyway mm -hmm. uh i mean in two days we reached uh, forty thousand views on the first single the when when a video got taken down the views still were, weren't generated so it was like i saw the video was taken down but the views were still growing that's how much people were watching the video mm -hmm. and the very next day coverdale calls me and he's like dino did you see the new single the new weising single we have forty-five thousand views in <laughs> in two days that's amazing for weisnik and i'm thinking wow that's amazing for weisnik and i pretty much had that views on my first single yeah you know that that kind of shows something and so, uh you know this is only the first single we have so many songs recorded i finished <laughs> two yesterday we have uh, 12 more from the last year. I cannot wait to release it all. You know, as soon as some things mm -hmm. are solved, it's all going to be out. And that's what I'm mostly uh, looking forward to, you know, because my songs are what I am. And that's, you know, that's what I'm mostly proud of. So. Exactly. So uh, you've started really, really in an early age, since uh, three when you were introduced to music, right? Yeah. And being and on I... stage for mostly all your life. Yeah. Yeah, I I started uh performing on stage when I was 5. So, you know, um 1997. Yeah, mm -hmm. I remember that clearly. I remember the stage, I remember everything. And uh yeah, that was that was a start. Um 5 years later, uh 6 years later, I won Junior Eurovision Song Contest, the yeah. first one. I was going to ask you about that because yeah. that must have been really special for you, especially because it was the first edition ever. Yeah. It was the first edition ever. It's going to be in, in 2 years it's going to be 20 years since since I wow. since I won that. So <laughs> Time flies, yeah. And you know, it was it, it was an honest victory to be quite honest. 2003 was still a year with uh, where everything was, you know, when you watch uh, when when we watched Eurovision um, a couple of years later, you could feel that uh, some strong lobbies from certain countries. Uh, that year, yeah, lobby that was, still happens, yeah. <laughs> you know, but the lobby that year was was very strong from Spain, mm, and because okay. uh, you know there was a guy who sang for Spain. He he wrote a song about his mother who passed away, mm -hmm. and uh, you know he had all the cards on his side. He uh, when we started the performance. I was singing, uh, my starting point was, I was the second one singing, so you know, everybody forgets who was in the beginning. He was 14 or 15th, so he had a great place, you know, in, uh, in, in a set list, playlist, whatever, and, uh, you know, singing a song about his mother and how she passed away, uh, a sad song, you know, and everything, and uh, he was, he came up second, and, and I came up first, and... Uh, yeah. You know, it, it was a tough victory, but it was, <laughs> you know, it was it was it was something special. Yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, during your life, in having started so early, how did you deal with the with the changes in you and your voice during puberty? As for instance, you've been always singing, but you must have noticed some changes. So how did you deal with that? I I, I started not noticing changes in uh, two thousand and seven. Right before my gig, when I realized, oh shit, I cannot sing these songs anymore. So that was a rough way to find out that you can't sing anymore. Uh, my voice changed, and uh, honestly, uh, uh, 
Yeah, it was it was hard to sing anything. My voice changed. I sounded like a mu mu mutant. <laughs> and um, yeah, for next two three years, I was trying, and it was slowly coming back. And in 2012, I gained that powerful high range, hmm. and um, and slowly, you know, adding some stuff to my range. And well, you know, your voice gets, um, you know. Two years in, in singer's life make a lot of change. So, you know, when I want to redo, I'll be redoing vocals for one of my uh, early albums that I did five years ago now. Mm -hmm. And and the guy that mixed it said, why, you wanna, why, why do you want to redo it? You know, you were, what, 23, 24? I was 23. Mm -hmm. um, and I told him, look, it's been five years. My voice is so much more, has more depth. I... Uh, gained a lot as a performer uh i have my own style style now you know because when you're younger you know when you're, young, you, you're yeah. listening to the influences and, and you're trying to put them in yourself and then you sound like somebody else but then you put it all mm -hmm. together and you create something on your own so yeah it's um it, it took a lot but I, I i learn you know you learn every day so you know tso was very helpful i gained Mm -hmm. And I, I, I started to respect my low register a lot more with TSO and I started using it a lot more. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's uh, TSO was really helpful, especially the yeah. first year. Sure. So you've been with Trans Siberian Orchestra since uh, 2016, right? Uh, you, yeah. you, you got an audition, was it? Was that it with uh, Paul O'Neill? It was with Paul O'Neill. It was his last year with TSO yeah. uh, and last year of David Z with TSO before he died in a car crash. With, mm. when he was on tour with the Dreamline Mob. Yeah, yeah Paul O'Neill was, it's crazy that uh, it's been four and a half years since he passed away. Uh, it's been uh, hmm, it's been almost five years since I last saw him. Yeah. But it, it feels like it was really yesterday because, you know, uh, we talked about so many things. Um, he was so generous. I still have videos from my audition where, where he talks to me and when I hear his voice, it's just, it's surreal that he's been gone for five years already. Yeah. And um, he actually died uh, the night that he died. I was supposed to fly to work with him in on oh. this new track. Wow. So I woke up, I got ready for the airport, and they gave me a call. They, they said, your flight is canceled. Wow. And I said, I said, what's going on? And the management said, we're not here to tell you what's going on. We just, we're just telling you that your flight is canceled. So I opened mm -hmm. my... Facebook page, and everybody's saying, you know, rest in peace, Paul, blah blah blah. And how well, like, that's how you found out about that? Yes, that's how wow. I found out. Wow. That's pretty rough. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, yeah, he, and, he was uh, such a great artist, and uh, he, yeah, and and he, you know, the song that he wrote that I ended up singing was uh, well, he wrote that song in 1978, and he mm -hmm. he offered it, he offered the song to Steven Tyler, yeah, and he wasn't happy with Steven Tyler. That's that, that, that's insane. Mm -hmm. Then it was supposed to be on Sabotage Streets album, and yep. he said no, no, you're not the guy for the song. And he apparently tried everyone for that song. And I came in, and he told me that he couldn't find a singer that could start really low, because the song starts some some somewhere in a low in a low part of the register, and then mm -hmm. goes in the second verse it goes really up high. And he said, you know, I can find a singer that can, that can sing the high parts. I can find a singer that can sing the low part. Mm -hmm. But I can't find a guy that can do both 
and he said, I don't want to take two singers because, for instance, there's a song called Good King Joy, um, and yeah. it was sung by two different singers. The low parts were done by one guy, the high parts by a different guy. <laughs> and he you could do find it all by yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so I did that song. Uh, we did a premiere of that song on 2019 tour. I think we're going to do it this year too because I yeah. didn't get a set list mm -hmm. yet. Uh, but yeah, the song is called Hey Can You Hear Me Now? And it's myself and Al Petrelli on guitar, acoustic guitar. Yeah. So you, You've been uh, lucky enough to work with uh, some of the musicians that I've been listening for uh, like half my life. I'm a big yeah. Sabotage fan and... Uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra is really, really nice. So it must have been for you very fun to, to be with them for all these years. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, they put a, a great show live, a big production. Huge. Uh, yeah, huge production. So how's it been for you to work with all those musicians during this um, almost uh, six years now? Yeah, five years. Yeah. It's been, um, I really cannot wait to get back, you know, <laughs> to see all, these, all, all the people. I really miss, you know, I miss my west people because you know i'm on the west coast we have sure. east and west band but i really miss miss the people from the east you know because we get to hang out with them only for two weeks on rehearsals then they go on their side we go on our side yeah, and separate, we don't see each yeah. other for for a year yeah. so i really look forward to see oh I, I i look forward to see everybody there i look forward mm -hmm. to get back to omaha i look forward to see all the people from production from catering it's mm -hmm. like a huge big touring family and you know yeah. The people we see on the road it's amazing you know i get to see and i mean everybody comes to see tso so you know. sure. uh, one year i think the singer from muse i was eating in, in, in catering and the singer from muse was sitting there eating with us so matt bellamy yeah uh -huh. yeah matt bellamy yeah. that's right yeah so that that's really lucky of you uh and i'm sure that after a year and a half without going on the road this must be really special the comeback oh yeah Absolutely, absolutely, mm -hmm. and thank God I'm going to warm up with, uh, with with my tour. My tour is going to be mm -hmm. a lot more exhausting than TSO, even That's though true. we have two gigs um, a day. But I'm going to have in uh, October. I'm going to have four back-to-back -back concerts: two two in Belgium, one in uh, Netherlands, one in Germany. No mm -hmm. break. It's four concerts in a row. And You'll really be living have... on the road for the next months. <laughs> oh yeah, and ten concerts yeah. in September is, is is freaking amazing. I just had a, I just got a text from John Norum because uh, we're gonna do five songs with John Norum, and I look forward to it. And with Gus G, of course. So yeah, it's gonna be cool. So working with all these people most of your life, I know you that you met your favorite musicians before you turned thirty, right? So. Yeah. Is there anyone left? Anyone you still want yeah. to meet and work with? Yep. Nuno yeah. Bedencourt. Nuno Bedencourt. Oh, is really? Nuno Bedencourt. Okay. You know he's oh. a Portuguese background. I know. As I, know the, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Nuno is. Nuno has been uh, one of my biggest heroes too. Um, mm -hmm. I love. Uh, I love his style. I love the way he plays acoustic guitar, electric guitar. He has a great image on stage. Um, yeah. And you know, yeah, Nuno is Nuno is the guy to go to if you ask mm -hmm. me. Have you talked already? Uh, no. Even though okay. I did, so I did for fun. I played get the funk out on keyboards, and mm -hmm. I saw that I saw that he liked the video. So 
cool. Ah, that's really nice. So, so it started. Yeah. Let's wait to see what happens. Yeah. So, uh, you started playing uh, music very soon, as we already said, but you play different instruments. Do you have a favorite one, like a guitar or the guitar? I I love playing keyboards. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. uh, I love playing bass, honestly. Um, and I feel because, you know, uh, bass players are really, you know, underrated and, um, you know, everybody's talking about guitar players because guitar players are flashy mm-hmm. and, you know, sure. <laughs> and riffs and stuff. I love playing bass because, you know, the bass is, the fun, you know, it's it's it's, it's a foundation with, with, with drums. And when I used to play bass in this trio, um, I kind of felt like I'm really important. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, I was I was kind of getting a little break from singing, so I I told this guy, you can sing. I'm gonna sing backing vocals. I have no ego issues. I'm gonna play bass, and mm-hmm. uh, I actually recorded bass for this Animal Drive album that never came out because because of yeah your the, previous band yeah yeah. So mm-hmm. I did bass for for this whole record, mm-hmm. and it's really strong. It's not that complicated, but it's you know I enjoy playing bass, but keyboards are my mm-hmm first mm-hmm. instrument. I love everything about keyboards. It, it, it's so diverse. Uh, you know, people look at keyboards, okay, he's the guy that plays bang, bang. But you have, you <laughs> That's know, a lot more than that, yeah. You have piano, which is played in a certain way. Like, once you press the keyboard, it's done. There, You can do, you can jump around it. Yeah. The, the note that you played is going to be like that because you don't have dynamics. The, the dynamics start before you press, you press it. So that's piano. Mm-hmm. Then you yeah. have Hammond organ, it's more percussive, it has vibrato. Then you have lead, uh, lead, um, uh, lead keyboard where you can solo and stuff. That, that's one of the things that I do mostly. And, uh, you know, I, te- I uh, tend to sound like a guitar player when I play keyboard. That's, sure. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I have that in common with Derek Sherinian, a good friend oh, yeah. of mine. Derek um, Sherinian and uh, Jordan mm-hmm. Rudis for sure. Yeah. Jordan Rudis is also one yeah. of the one of my buddies, and I gotta do a promo video for him because he sent <laughs> his new Geo Shred yeah. app. He, he puts so, a, a great show live with the guitar and the, the keyboard, so people are look, used to that. The guitars are not always the the star, yeah. This, yeah, is, exactly. a, this is that's actually a Jordan Rudis signature uh, <laughs> guitar, and I, I actually so I saw Dream Theater in Budapest mm-hmm. last year in uh, February. Because yeah. I went to see Mike Mangini. Mike Mangini is also a friend yeah. of mine. We work together. Mm-hmm. And when Jordan Rudis came out with his guitar, we, he came out on the first track, uh, Dark Eternal Night, I think. When he mm-hmm. came out with that, my drummer, ex-drummer, and I looked at each other. And I was like, I got to get this. I, this is so <laughs> cool. Because usually when, when people play guitar, it's white. And everybody plays it like, like a polka. And everybody was like, ugh, it's awful. Then I saw Jordan. <laughs> And I thought, okay, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to put it more down and I'm going to play it a bit more like guitar. And yeah. I told Jordan that I bought it because of him. And he was like yeah. super happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge Dream Theater fan. I've, Me too. Uh, I've watched them live uh, various times. And I was lucky enough to be in the um, Scenes from a Memory anniversary tour in London. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it was a very special. Wow. Uh, I have to brag a little bit because I am on a DVD. Like, so. <laughs> I really? was a bit hysterical. Yeah, I was singing uh, one last time. One of my favorite songs from um, from Scenes from a Memory was a really special moment for me. Oh. Yeah, uh, highlights is <laughs> one of the albums of my life. Exactly, masterpiece, complete masterpiece. Yeah, complete so. masterpiece. Let me find. <laughs> let me find. Uh, where is it? I think it's this one. I think. Oh, 
Oh, wait. I think it's this one. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'm a CD collector. I have everything. You have I have everything. The, <laughs> I have all this. Yeah. You see this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, actually, I, I, my... Actually, oh. my, my brother my brother got all these signatures. I, I didn't want to ask because I'm, really? I'm not in the oh. I'm not you, in the you... phase of of asking signatures. <laughs> but yeah. there's one there's one signature that I got that I have to show you. It's Paul Rogers with per, with with a oh, personal. Oh, that's message. really special. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really special. Yeah. Yeah. Really Beautiful. nice. But yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot what I wanted to say, but um... no, it's okay because I was saying that uh, well, you were lucky enough to work with all that people. I was lucky enough to interview many of them along the years, uh, and cool. they really special musicians for sure. Um, so in the future, uh, you'll still work as a solo artist as well as being with White Snake as long as you can, right? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. what are your plans for for the future as a as a musician? Starting so young, you must really envision something for yourself for the future. I do, I do. Um, oh Jesus Christ! You gotta hear this <laughs> album that I did with 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 Animal Drive. It's mm. like every time I, I I hear it, I I just stop because because we were fighting for that album. Unfortunately, mm. with, with the label. I know. But will you will it ever see the the light of day? It it will it will oh. it, it, even if it, it it no it will and trust me that album everybody that heard the album. Um, cause the first album had a couple of really cool songs. I'm not very, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, with the first Animal Dry album. There's a song called Deliver Me. No, ju just a little bit, not too much. Yeah. Check out the song called Deliver Me. It's very I Dream Theater-esque. Mm -hmm. I have a keyboard solo in the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, the whole second, so the first album was pretty much done in two months. Cause Frontier said, you know, we, we just signed you, we need the album, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. I can tell the songs that I did before signing, before um, before uh, we were supposed to deliver the album, and the songs that I did, you know, in hurry. And as far as this album, we were working on it for two years. I literally came back from the TSO tour, and the album was done. And I said, "Nope, let's redo this. Let's redo that. Let's cut this part out." And you mm -hmm. can hear like every single detail on this album. That's that's why it takes so long to write a good record. You can't write a good sure. record today, release it tomorrow. That's I, I I don't work like that. So it's very progressive, but it's still very mm -hmm. bluesy, very metal, very grungy. Some mm -hmm. songs are, you know, Nevermore meets Queensryche meets Alice in Chains. Some songs are Elton John. Some songs mm -hmm. are Symphony X. You know, talk, talking about you know stylistically. Yeah. But yeah, I wanna I wanna do um, I wanna do um, a concept album soon because there's a lot of long prog proggy stuff that I wanna do and I I, I don't wanna release this as a regular album because it's um, mm -hmm. it's gonna be too much. But mm -hmm. there's a lot of like stylistically, there's a lot I wanna do. Um, you're gonna hear this. There's a band I had before Animal Drive called The, the Ralph. Mm -hmm. It's it's like a pop prog metal. Um, modern metal band mm -hmm. and my singing is quite different because we decided that i'll go a bit more poppy and mm -hmm. it, it sounds it's like it sounds like michael jackson in a metal band so okay. we're gonna redo it now <laughs> it's gonna be re it's gonna be remastered and put on all platforms probably by the by the end of the year mm -hmm. uh, that's the album you should look for very soon okay. so I'll wait yeah. for looking forward to that too yeah mm -hmm. so uh during all your career your family has always been there for you very closely uh, and i know your father is your manager so how's it been to work with families so closely during the years 
Well, it's been phenomenal. We had we had you know some argue some argues, <laughs> um, of course, because yeah, uh, yeah, it's you can't avoid that, mm-hmm. especially if we have different opinion, which we still do up you know up to this date. Um, but it's you know he pretty much protected me from all the evil that there was that there was because I was never really a good businessman. I have always been good for music and creative sure. process. When it comes mm-hmm. to business stuff, he's the one. Yeah. They always dealt with it, so you always uh, need someone I'm, to do that part. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm grateful, and he's the one arranging uh, gigs, driving, and you know he's amazing. He's he's the best that you can have, and he's always mm-hmm. been supportive. He's a musician, and, and I have he, no idea. I have no idea where he finds strength to still move on and and, and work with me. Uh, I'm sure Yuri is is strength. So <laughs> yeah. he's motivated. He's inspired yeah. for sure. Yeah, and I know he has introduced you to a lot of bands when you were um, growing up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we had a cassette with Two Minutes to Midnight on it. Uh, mm-hmm. We had Get It Hot I from ACDC. Yeah, yeah, ACDC, <laughs> uh, Naturally Wired from Van Halen, Full mm-hmm. Love from Whitesnake, In and Out of Love, Bon Jovi. Um, then there was a different cassette that had If I Could Turn Back Time from Cher, Phil Collins, Gino Vanelli, Toto. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know. I'm glad. So I'm glad you re- you referred Toto because I am a big fan of Toto. Most I'm a people huge don't. fan of Toto. This is my favorite. Is that is that the seventh one? Yes, exactly. My favorite album. That's my favorite album. Yeah, mine too. Uh, yeah, and the I, Yeah, exactly. I discovered the Toto when I was like 14 years old, and uh, I think it changed a lot of stuff for me uh, listening to music. You know, Toto music, is. Yeah, they're great. Like, I even I even have my own. Um, uh unofficial bootleg from toto that i i took down some live really performances yeah. from toto and i mastered them and i have my own cd with 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 the live from Toto wow. that nobody has yeah that's really I'm cool look, yeah i'm looking at my total shelf right now <laughs> i have i have, you have a shelf one. for each band yeah yeah i have a seventh one the seventh yeah. one and kingdom of desire are my favorites mm-hmm. those are the two that i uh, adore yeah uh, Tambu is amazing. I mean, everything is amazing. Yeah, yeah. you know, I noticed yeah. that a lot of people don't don't know about them except no. for Africa that they listen on the radio. So yeah, Africa, whole line and Rosanna. That's all they know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah Toto and, and it's is, a shame. It's a shame. It's shame. I love Toto. Yeah, love you know, Toto. I, and the, they have that that thing that they have. Um, I don't know how many songs after girls' names. And oh yeah, that's really well, really. Pamela, Angela, Rosanna, Anna. Oh, Mushenga, yeah. Mushenga, oh, is also named. I, I love, I love that song. Yeah, it's really yeah. special. Yeah, Mushenga is. Yeah, that's from the seventh one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the seventh <laughs> one. Yeah, only the children is cool. Uh, stay yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, These chains is amazing song. Um, Anna, uh, Anna is. Oh, I love yeah. the home of the brave. A thousand and years. I'll get over you is one of my favorites as well. It's it's, it's all good. Uh, I'll be over you. I'll be over you. But that's that's from Fahrenheit. Oh, let me see. I think it's. Yeah, uh, that's from Fahrenheit. Stop loving you. Stop loving you. Yeah. Stop loving you is from. You know why? Because I have the absolutely live here. Oh, absolutely. Compilation of live music. Yeah, 1993. I know. And also past to present here. Oh, past to present is the best stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It has it has those four tracks. uh, Love (laughs) has the power. Out of love. Yeah, Georgie Porch, uh, and I'll you be over you. I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, exactly. And you know, you know all of them by heart. I know, I know everything about <laughs> photos. 
So uh, talking about uh, singing references for you, uh, do you have any influence from Toto as well as only like uh, metal singers or hard rock singers oh, no. like uh, Dio and David Coverdale? Oh, I have a lot of that. Work for you? I have a lot of, um, when, I did, uh, when I did my uh, Croatian uh, concept album, it was very mm -hmm. Toto-esque <laughs> as far as, you know, style. But my singing is not, I'm not really that influenced by metal singers. Mm -hmm. I'm like I, I'm influenced by Janis Joplin, by Anastasia, by Stevie oh, Wonder. Really? Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a lot of R&B in, in my singing, so that comes yeah. from Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, and those guys, you know. So sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. But as far as metal, um, I love um, aside from Dio, Coverdale, mm -hmm. Regulan. I love um, Warhol Dane from Nevermore, Lane Staley from Alice in Chains. Phil yeah. Anselmo from Pantera. Was uh, it Pantera that got you into metal? Oh yeah, Pantera was <laughs> my entrance, and then I then I started listening to Lamb of God and Machine Head. And I was like, wow, that's a big leap from Pantera to Lamb of God. <laughs> uh, well, um, huge leap. Many yeah. years later, yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's true. But um, stylistically, when I heard Redneck from Lamb of God. Yeah. Yeah, of it course. Kinda, it kind of did it for me, but then mm -hmm. let me see. Let, let me see Michelle again. <laughs> and I, I okay. wanted to talk about Gojira because I know you're a fan as I, well. I, I'm a fan of Gojira, but I won't be able to see them in Zagreb because I'll be on Tahiti playing. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, what a, what a shame you'll be in Tahiti. What a shame. What a shame. <laughs> you'll get them yeah. next time for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love Gojira. Yeah. Love Gojira. Yeah. Also a band with Portuguese ascendancy. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, their Aren't grandmother, grandmother, yeah, they're French and their grandmother was a Portuguese. Uh, wow, yeah, so, yeah. wow. They usually talk about her and when they when they play here, yeah. Um, cool. They've been here for some festivals, yeah, really, really nice. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Okay, so um, what I wanted to, to ask next, because uh, you have so many things that we could talk about <laughs> for all this time that you've been working. Uh, about 2020, last year during the, the pandemic, I know you took the time to, to work and to jam with a lot of different musicians. And I've seen your work with Mike Portnoy. So what else did you do during that year? Because it was a very tough, it still is tough now, but it was worse last year. So what did you do uh, to keep yourself working, to keep, keep yourself motivated? Yeah. Well, I pretty much started the jam, the jams during COVID. Because mm -hmm. I saw, I, I was talking to this uh, French keyboard player and composer called Vivian Lalou. He called mm -hmm. me to sing on his album. And... Uh, I told him that at the moment I can't. And then I saw that he posted a video of his drummer and Jordan Rudis playing. And I was like, can you send me that track? I'll do vocals in five minutes and I can put myself on top of these two uh, in a musical way. And um, we can, you know, we can do something creative during pandemic. And that's when mm -hmm. it all started. Then Jordan, Jordan uh, called me for his solo record and everything. And um, we, we got in, I, I got in touch with him, and all of a sudden I got a call from Tilda Mel to do "Falling Off the Edge of the World" with Dirk from Megadeth and Steve DiGiorgio. And after that, Portney said, "I want to do something with Dino," and he said, "You, mm -hmm. you want you want to do Jane?" And I said, "Yeah." I said, "I I can't find a bass player, so I'm gonna play bass and keyboards. Let's get Joe Holster for guitar." We did Jane. Then Holster called me for for Stonebringer. But I think it all started before those jams. I decided to 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 do to take famous 
not famous, but instrumental tracks that were already released and do vocals mm -hmm. and uh, lyrics to it, write melodies to it. So I, I took a Virgil Donati track, which is really complex, and made a song out of it. Virgil loved it. He gave me a call for a tour. And I, I kind of opened my, I, I kind of opened the doors to myself in a pretty creative way because nobody mm -hmm. ever thought about taking a periphery instrumental and saying, I'm going to write vocals to this. That's probably the next thing I'm going to do periphery. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, that opened a lot of doors. And then uh, I did this track with Bumblefoot and Felipe Andreoli. Um, yeah. By the way, I'm going to be on Felipe's, I am on Felipe's yeah. new Re record. Resonance is that the yeah, name of resonance, the album? Resonance, uh, resonance, coming, yeah, yeah, resonance. It's coming out in uh, 19 days, and Simon Phillips is playing drums on a track where I sing. So yeah, I pretty you've been, much been very busy. Yeah. I, I pretty much <laughs> checked all my famous, all my favorite drummers during COVID time. I, I worked with uh, with uh, Portnoy, Mangini, uh, Virgil mm -hmm. Donati, and now Simon Phillips. So yeah, that's beautiful. really nice. So mm -hmm. and you know I I was busy and. Um, you know, for the first time, I showed that I play keyboards. So I think that that helped mm -hmm. getting Weissman gig. Right, that's you know, really cool. If yeah. you offer, because there's a lot of great singers, um, and uh, but most of those singers can sing one style, and you know, um, mm -hmm. I, I I do a lot more. Plus, I play instruments, so you have some extra pluses with that. Mm -hmm. You know, and and the competition. I mean, competition. There's no competition in music, but it's big. So. You gotta be really, you know, you gotta step up your game if you wanna stay sure. relevant. Mm -hmm. So, and I know you you've had a master's degree in uh, the Academy of Music in the University of Zagreb. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How, how important was that for you to to make your your studies, to finish your studies, and also be a musician? Is that important for your career? It is. Um, it is. But uh, when it comes to um, theory, I mean, it's important, of course. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people that finished academy that can't uh, sit down and play, you know, a simple Beatles song um, yeah. like "Let It Be." They, they can only read sheets and just play what's on the sheet. So that that's not the point for me in music. So I think I uh, took the best out of academy and uh, combined it with what I have. So you got to have your own musicality and identity. Sure. And just upgrade some stuff from Academy and put it in what you already have. So okay. yeah. Do you still teach? I do, uh, mm -hmm. but I already uh, quit two schools because I mm -hmm. I can't teach because I'll be on tour. But sure. I do teach. I teach uh, music musical education in high school and in primary mm -hmm. school. I teach singing. And I'll be probably teaching solfeggio in in um, okay. in, in uh, music schools, so mm -hmm. I yeah. do. So how is Dino Jelosic as a teacher? I think he's the coolest teacher. <laughs> I'd say. What do your students say about what you're teaching? What, Are they what, like? What? what do your students say as for, uh, about you as a teacher? Do you do they feel intimidated in some way because you're a famous player? No, famous no, no. Musician, I'm no? I'm very I'm very easygoing. I mm. and I you know I'm a very simple person and uh, I don't uh, build my um, uh, my um, uh, my uh, what's the word? I'm sorry. I I, I blocked. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't build my uh, uh, 
Oh, Jesus Christ. You, you can't that... even tell me in, in Croatian because I can't it's help not, you, but not, you take no, your time. I, I, can't remember, I can't remember a Croatian word. If I knew, oh, okay. It's not credibility. It's uh, just a second. Sure. Take your time. Oh, authority. Yeah. Oh, okay. Your authority. Yeah. Authority. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't build it in a way, you know, that I'm strict and saying, hey, you get out or you, you know, mm. blah, blah, blah. It's, it's more sort of friendly. And if somebody is rude, I get in some certain conversation argument about it. And I, I show mm -hmm. him that he doesn't know a lot and that he's a, a poor little kid. And then he <laughs> becomes more polite. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the way. Because in my time, oh, I sound like an old guy, but in my time, <laughs> if you would be rude or something, you would get an F. They would get you out of the classroom. You would even, they, they would even be allowed to slap you. You can't do any yeah. of those two. I remember that. <laughs> Yeah, you can't do anything to, to the kids. You're like they're invincible. They can do whatever they want, and they're yep. protected. Um, so yeah, uh, I think I'm, I'm I'm a good teacher. Yeah, and uh, I always combine uh, classical um, education with with modern music, so to make it more interesting for them. Mm -hmm. Do the do you show them their your music? I don't. I, I'm not really a guy that's gonna. Uh, well, the fun fact is they made a school band, and the drummer said that they want to play "Dirty Blues" from Dirty Shirley. Oh, on, that's on, really on the last, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's. I was like, wow, <laughs> really? Yeah. Or "Dirty Blues," and there was one more. I think it was "Higher." I was like, you want to play "Higher"? I'm like, that's a complex song. Yeah. We 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 just had rehearsal. That song has so many changes it starts like a, like some kinky blues it has this led zeppelin chorus in the end it sounds like uh like some sort of progressive stuff i played the orchestra mm -hmm. in, in the end and i'm like you really want to try that song it's really complicated and i'm like who's going to sing that song that song is impossible to sing and they're like well <laughs> you, you're going to sing it i'm like i'm not going to sing that song and <laughs> they I, were i'm ambitious. sure nobody i'm sure yeah. nobody else else will yeah, so yeah, the, the kids are really cool. Yeah, that's really it's, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to ask you about other thing that you do, which is the the voiceovers for animation movies. How did you get okay. in that world? I got into the world in two thousand five. I did mm -hmm. uh, the Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl was my first one, and mm -hmm. then I did I did the, about twenty movies. Yeah, um, and it was interesting. And um, I worked for Nickelodeon for a long time. From 2015 until last year, or this mm -hmm. year, I worked for Nickelodeon, and um, yeah, it was cool. No, that that's... was that was that was my main job for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. Did you get to do any of those classics animation movies? I was supposed to be in uh, Legend of the Bear. Is that the name of the? Mm, I'm not sure. Not a, not cool. not big in animation movies. <laughs> I know the well, classics and the new ones. Yeah. Do Do you know Finding Nemo? Yeah, sure. This one was a year after Finding Nemo. It's mm. I think it's a Legend About of a bear. a bear. Let me tell you. Mm. Let me tell, okay. uh, oh, I, I did Lion King. Ah, uh, you did Lion King. That's really Lion cool. Yeah. Uh, two years ago, mm -hmm. Legend. Which of... character did you play in Lion King? Simba. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, That's a, a huge classic. Yeah. Mm, is it is it Coda? Bear? Oh, Coda. Yeah, Coda Bear. Yeah, that that sounds like it rings a bell, but I haven't seen it yet. But I, now I can remember. Yeah, Coda Bear. Yeah. 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 That okay. was big back in two thousand and four or yeah. five. Four, four, four. Mm -hmm. Sure. 
Okay, that, yeah. that's really cool that you do that. It takes a lot of um, of expression, right? You have to be really in yeah, um, articulated. How do you say articulated? Yeah, and expressive yeah. because it's a lot of little sounds and uh, it is. It is, yeah. and I and and I wasn't articulated when I was a, when mm. I was a kid. But working for Nickelodeon, uh, I gained that. I became fast, and I was working for national TV. I was uh, doing voiceovers, and I remember I did seventy-two episodes of mm -hmm. of, of, of a cartoon in three days. Like I was, I became so fast, 72 episodes in three days. That's, yeah. oh, that's that really a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's really nice. You're used to it. You, yeah. you couldn't be without working probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when there's no work, I feel really worthless. So, you know, I'm used to working. I'd, I'd rather yeah. work on anything than just sit home and, and overthink. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, about my country, Portugal, and I know you've been here more than once. So how was it? What do you remember most about it? You were a little kid, right? The first time? I I went there only once. Oh, uh, once. Only oh, once. So but, I but my sister I used to Sorry. my sister used to live in, in Lisbon. She speaks fluent Portuguese, by the oh, way. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nice. I remember waves on the coast of Figueira da Foz, and yeah. I don't remember Lisbon at all. That's mm -hmm. crazy. It's one of the cities <laughs> that I visited. Yeah. My sister said, says it's beautiful, even though it she is. got robbed on, on her way back home. On the streets really? Of wow. It can yeah. happen, yeah. I was yeah. fortunate enough to not been through that, but it, it can happen, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's really nice town, yeah. So you've been to figure to the first to sing, right, in a competition. Yep. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. And, um, yeah, and... Um, How old were you? I was nine. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I was I was a little kid. That's all I remember. I yeah. and uh, I was supposed to play with Animal Drive in Lisbon on stadium supporting Guns N' Roses last year. Oh yeah, okay. And then COVID came. We had yeah. Sevilla and Lisbon confirmed, mm -hmm. and we were supposed to have that as a promo for the new record. Mm -hmm. We were so hyped. I remember we had a set list ready, we had intro ready, but it didn't happen. Yeah. So hopefully next time you'll come here, maybe with White Snake. I've been checking the tour dates and I haven't seen Portugal, but maybe yeah, it can no, no, still no. happen. Yeah. I, 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 White Snake hasn't announced anything except the UK tour, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So maybe it can happen I, still. Yeah. yeah I, I think Lisbon might happen. So just mm -hmm. stay tuned. I think, well, now it's September. David told me he's going to announce the rest of the European tour in September. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah. yeah, maybe so, we yeah. can. We can meet in Lisbon. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Would you like to leave a message for your fans in Europe and all over the world? People who are watching more than words today. Uh, first of all, uh, first of all, more than words. <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you talked um, about him. Exactly. Uh, well, just, you know, dream big. Don't dream. Don't dream small. And uh, don't listen to your community. Don't listen to your mom and dad. Well, that's probably the worst, worst um, <laughs> advice I can give because my parents are quite different. But at one point, uh, I had to listen to myself and not them because they didn't see uh, the way that I can do something. And they were mad when I was starting this metal thing. And um, I, I proved every time that they thought they were right, I, I, I proved them wrong. So, you know, yeah. I even remember at one point my booking agent said, come on, Dino, why are you doing these stupid jams for YouTube? Start working on your Croatian career. And all of a sudden, a stupid jam with Mike Portnoy got me some other jams and got me white right. gigs. So I, I really wonder what my booking agent thinks now. 
It was like, come on, why are you wasting your time on YouTube? Write some uh, pop hits for Croatian scene. And I'm like, well, I have I have a bigger picture in my head, and it really worked. So just have if you have a vision, just go towards it. Uh, you got to work for it. You can't just dream big and 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 be in your bed and just close your eyes and dream. You, you got to walk towards those dreams. That's what That's I did. Sure. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, just work hard, work on your singing, work on your instruments, work on your songwriting, listen to as much music as you can, you know, from Bruno Mars to, <laughs> All to of it. Black, black metal. So, yeah, you know, just, yeah, yeah th that's my advice. Just be as diverse as you can, be mm -hmm. a crazy person and follow your dreams while you're still young. Of course. Uh, so, yeah. Dino, thank you so much for your time. I'm looking forward to to hear what you have to do next, your next work as a solo artist, also your tour and your work with White Snake. And you. let's hear those songs that you will write with David Coverdale. Yeah, we'll see <laughs> what, what, what comes out of that, uh, if, yeah. if it happens, because um, I won't see him before my TSO tour. Yeah. He yeah. He told me he would love to fly me in uh, in October, but it, it, it won't be possible because I have concerts in Europe. So I'll see it you next happen. year. Yeah. Yeah, it will happen eventually. Yeah. The best yeah. of luck for for everything you have planned, and uh, thank you. Hopefully, I'll see you in Portugal soon. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> thank you so much, Dino. See you next time. See ya. Thank you.